Welcome to Happy Hour Hump Day. No alcohol required. What is going on, everybody? OMG, I am super excited. Yeah, I know I am throwing out acronyms that a tweeny bopper would use, but today is a great, great day. One, it's my Wednesday podcast, and I love my Wednesday podcast. I've decided to call my Wednesday podcast, which I think I might sing every time I bring it up. Um, No alcohol required. Welcome to Happy Hour Hump Day. Still playing around with the name, but I had to jump in. I had to get on the microphone. had to talk to you guys. I've got a great night planned ahead. It's about 4.50 on a Wednesday afternoon, June 13th, 2018, and I turn... 17 months old with sobriety today. So, (laughs) that's so cool to say. Oh my goodness, it's so cool to say. I don't think I've been this excited about one of my anniversaries uh, in sobriety. Uh, My one year was pretty awesome. I had a really great time that day. Um, I really made sure that I did what, well, I won't go into it too much. I did what I wanted and I didn't do what I wanted. It's, It's a long story, but it was a great day. One year was fantastic. 15 months would have put me at February, March, April. Um, April 15th, a little tough for me around there. Um, yeah, um, April and May um, were pretty tough months for me just as far as emotions and just co- confronting what I've been doing with my life and where it was going and the directions and, and just trying to really take a grasp and take a really good look at myself and think, you know, what is it that I'm going to do with 2018 that's really going to put me uh, in a great position for 2019 and 2020 as far as life coaching, executive coaching, uh, being a public speaker, a motivational speaker, utilizing the neuro-linguistic program training I've taken. Uh, really, I've just, I've been filling my backpack of skills of in, in life since I was a little kid. And I, I have this metaphor that in life you have this backpack of skills. You have this backpack of talents, a backpack of, of interests and knowledge and you know just whatever makes you unique. Like you've got this metaphorical backpack and every time you learn a new skill or you, you, you take on a new bit of knowledge, you take on a new practice, a, a new focus in your life, it goes into this backpack. And you know, mine has been filled up and has been filling up and will continue to fill up because I'm obsessed with knowledge and I absolutely love to learn. I don't ever want to stop. I, I, I thrive outside of my comfort zone. And going into my 40s, I remember you know, on my 40th birthday, uh, specifically not drinking because I wanted to wake up the next day sober and I remember getting very blitzed that weekend and that was not the best summer. 2016 was just not a great year in general for me, uh, whether it was getting jumped at the beginning of the year or whether it was breaking the leg because of skydiving football in August, the, the condensing you know three to four years of drinking into three to five months at the end of 2016 that ultimately led to sobriety. I had many many, many bad blackouts in 2016. And it was you know, towards the end of all of that, um, really when my sister stepped uh, into, and I don't feel, you know, I, this is okay for me to say because she blasted out on her social media, but when my sister went and put herself into rehab, it gave me a tremendous amount of strength. And I, and, uh, I know I've told her this, and if she's listening, please do know, I will say this in the public sphere, uh, my sister being able to do that and say that she needed help and being able to move forward with her sobriety, which had its you know trials and tribulations like they all do, uh, but I can I'm happy to say that she's doing well on hers. 
uh, on her um, journey with sobriety um, as of today as well. So and she will continue to do that. Anyways, I'm starting to ramble. Let's get refocused. Um, I knew going into the to the, the third and fourth quarter of 2016 that I had to make a choice and I had to make a change. When I looked at my life and said, what is no longer serving me? Why have I not become the person that I want to be? Why have I not achieved the greatness? Why have I not gone into my zone of genius and really you know, been able to take that massive leap forward? Um, alcohol kept coming back. you know, and Not to sit here and make excuses and say, I couldn't have done it. No, I'm going to pretty much say that. You know, with alcohol in my life, I could not have anything I have right now. Uh, I, I know some people will say, well, he sounds like he's coming from effect there. You know, there's, a, there's the whole, you know, are you coming from cause? Are you coming from effect? You know, do you sit here and say, well, because of this, I cannot do that? Uh, I, will, I will honestly say, I will always say that my life was never going to become the life that it has become now and will ultimately become with alcohol playing a role in it. It, will, it, would, it was not. I was not, I was going to fall back on it. I continuously did it. I'm not one of those people who understands moderation. I'm extreme in many aspects of my life, and it's something that I work on daily to become more well-rounded and more focused and, and, and just be able to, you know, really settle into myself and not get so extreme that, you know, like when I obsessed about Bitcoin for November and December and going into January, I still think about it a lot, but I don't sit here like, up for 36 hours trading Bitcoin anymore. You know, I'm learning how to become more centered in myself and meditation and um, my spirituality as far as uh, I'm not a religious person, but just believing in the universe, believing in, in a higher sense of being and that knowing that there is a meant to be what I, what I am meant to be exists out there and I'm finding it and every time I get a little closer the universe sends me a message and says Jesse this is the path continue to go down this path and never was that more prevalent than on January 13th 2017 whenever I called up Kaiser Permanente and said I need help and when I checked in on the 16th and they weighed me and they took my blood and everything. I just remember being so shocked at how much I'd let myself go. On the day I broke my leg, I was coming in at about uh, 173 to 175-ish, and I was almost at my goal of just getting abs. I didn't know what that was going to look like, but I always knew that, that that was something I'd wanted since I was a teenager, and I just was very focused on that. Um, from that from that August 13th, 2016, when I broke my leg and tore my PCL, my meniscus, um, ultimately leaving me laid up in bed for three months. And then the last two months of the year was just me trying to drag myself into work and, and not get fired. Um, I had gone from that 173-ish to 233 pounds. And it was grotesque as far as I'm concerned. I'm not really sure if other people were ever going to say that to my face, but uh, there was a change. And my mentality and my, my optimism was gone. My positive outlook on life was gone. I mean, one of my favorite sayings is the power of positive energy, release and flow. And it went away. And it was gone. And I just didn't know how to carry on the way that I was. And, you know, I, I say all of this because, I you know, check out my Facebook, uh, my Facebook group for Everything's Interesting. You're going to see a post I made today on my personal page. Because um, people were asking about some before and after pics after I posted a picture of my, I call it fat face and fit face, Jesse, um, yesterday. And it got a lot of love and people were asking to see pictures of me before. And 
you know, one of the reasons I wanted to call this happy hour hump day is or hump day happy hour, whatever I ultimately ended up going with um, whenever it's done is just because it's like a lot of people enjoy going out to happy hours on hump day. It's Wednesday. It's like, okay, let's get, let's get our drink on and let's get to the weekend. Bidois break. And for me, there's no alcohol required in my life. I'd still go out and, and hang out with people and I'm still extremely social and people drink around me. And there's not one part of me that wants alcohol to be in my system. Uh, a lot of people ask, you know, can you, do you crave? Everyone craves everything at some point. Well, that's, that's a little too broad. People are going to crave things and generally will just crave something that they've said they can no longer have. If you go on a diet, you're going to crave a donut. If you have donuts in your house at all times, you don't, I don't know if you crave them. If you do, you just get up and have one. Um, the craving can, the craving can come and go and, and it does so whenever it wants. When I went to my buddy Eagle's wedding a few weeks back, he had some very expensive alcohol there and the cravings were extremely, extremely strong because I'd never seen, you know, thousand dollar bottle of champagne and, and scotch and stuff like that. But I almost killed myself on freaking skull vodka. Um, but for me, there's a saying, play it out to the credits. It was something Kaiser taught me very early on in, in, in the program that, you, sure, let's say you decide to have a beer today. Maybe you don't get blitzed and you can control it for a week, a month or two or three. Down the line, play, play it out to the credits. You will find yourself back in the same spot you were right before you took that drink after you had, had abstained for so long. And I truly believe that. I, I honest to God believe that. There, there is that version of me that, that lies in, lies dormant inside that old Jesse isn't, isn't dead as much as he's just, he, he's hiding behind that curtain. I had a bit of an emotional breakdown, um, sometime at the beginning of April when I went to reach for a cup that was sitting next to my desk while I was working on a Sunday afternoon after coming back from an NLP, uh, weekend where it was just amazing and I learned so much. And as I go to pick up this cup, that's got coffee in it, um, as it was coming to my mouth, my brain remembered how I used to drink w red wine and bourbon out of, not at the same time, they'd be in different cups, but it was the same cup. And then when the liquid hit my lips, it's like the internal drunk Jesse had a freaking meltdown. And it was so angry. It was like he felt like he was tricked. And it was just that wave of emotion that took over me. Um, it, it caused me to rethink everything that I had been doing over the last um, six months to a year as far as not rethink and as much as it made me want to change a direction as much as just it was it was time to dive inward and to reevaluate and to evaluate what I was doing with my life what I was going to be doing with it moving forward, who was going to be a part of that, who was not going to be a part of that, what I was going to continue um, tolerating as far as just my own behavior, other people's behavior around me. And a massive change sprung from that. And um, better or worse, for better or for worse, you know, whenever a massive change comes, that's the opportunity to realize that it's a new beginning. You know, every single day you make a choice. I make a choice every single day to live my life the way that I do. 
every single day. And a lot of those decisions you're making are on cruise control. They're on autopilot. You're allowing the unconscious mind to do it because it's things that, you, that are inconsequential, you think, or they're not as important. It's like, whatever, I just need to get from this to the next. The, the, what's really happening is that you're just allowing these choices that could be that that seem trivial that but they also could be life-changing you know choosing to hit snooze five times and not get up early enough to do a little bit of a morning ritual or to meditate in the morning or to take a little time out for yourself in the middle of the day to journal or to take some time out and later on in the evening to center yourself and, and again to maybe to meditate or take a walk after dinner i mean some of these decisions that we're making we're, we're, we're doing so without even thinking about what would happen if we just chose to make it a different way and um, you know, obviously we want to be making things that are really good decisions that we already know of continued habit and things that we're not so thrilled about. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and start looking for ways to make the, make that change. Today is the day to start making that change. Okay. I've been saying this since the day I got sober and I cannot, I will scream it from every damn mountaintop on the planet that today is the day to start making that change. Time is going to happen regardless whether I like it or not, I will turn 43, I will turn 50, I will turn 60. I may need, I need to be making decisions today to set myself up as the best version of Jesse Mogul moving forward into the future. All right, a year from now, I'm going to be pretty pissed off that I didn't start today. A year from now, you're going to be pretty pissed off you didn't start today. 30 days from now, you're going to be pretty pissed off you didn't start today. If you want to walk, go outside and walk for one minute. If you want to get healthier, then eat one piece of broccoli a day. At some point, it's going to become two, and it's, then it's going to become three. Or you're going to walk for one minute, and then you're going to walk for five. Or you're going to say, well, I usually have six beers, but today I'll only have five. Today I'll only have four. Whatever little incremental change, it is huge. It is huge. Not all change needs to be as vastly disproportionate to your normal existence as me going from hammering back a bottle or two of vodka and wine a day to all of a sudden not. That's huge. But it wasn't like I just woke up and said, you know what? I think today I'm going to stop. Yep, yep, yep. I think, I think today. No, years, years I had thought about this. Years I had thought about this. I thought about this so much in 2016 that I had to switch my insurance from HealthNet to Kaiser, which is no easy task. If any of you guys have had to sign up for the, the uh, affordable um, care act it's you know look I love it you can say whatever you want I don't know what your your situation is that is not what I'm referencing I am merely referencing my situation with the ACA without it I would not have health insurance I would not have had Kaiser I would not have been able to do this I couldn't just go to an AA meeting or go to a refuge recovery meeting or go to smart recovery I needed to be able to go in somewhere where every single day they had something for me I didn't have to do inpatient I able to do outpatient but Monday mornings I was going to I was going to a meeting then Tuesday nights I was going to a meeting oh don't let me forget the Monday night meeting then there was a meeting on Wednesday then there was another on Thursday. Then I met with my therapist on Friday and that was my anniversary. Every, every Friday at the beginning part was my was adding on another week. And then I'd get to a month. And then I'd get to two. And I wasn't holding on with white knuckles like you'd think. In fact, I kept alcohol. Check this out, guys. I kept, a, I kept bottles of wine, a bottle of bourbon, and a 12-pack of beer in my room within reach for the first six weeks that I was sober. The first six weeks that I was sober, I kept alcohol in my room because I needed to know. I had to know without a doubt 
that it was time to make this change. And if I was going to be a weak little wuss sissy, Jesse, which, hey, whatever that, it is whatever it is. If that's the, if I had chosen that path, it is whatever it is. I would have to have faced the consequences from that decision. I needed to know. I needed to know that this was real. I needed to know that I was not going to turn back from this decision. Like somebody in in recovery once told me, uh, I may have another relapse in me, but I'm not sure I have another recovery. Another great saying that I love is the further I get away from my last drink, the closer I get to my first, right? You know, I, I, don't, I don't sign up to the latter one, but I definitely remember the former one. I, I definitely believe, what did I just say? I forgot. I may, not have an, I may have a relapse in me, but I may not have another recovery. I was dying. And that is not an over-exaggeration. I was having heart palpitations. Uh, my body was breaking down. I, I, there, it was just not good. It, whether, it was, whether it was blood or vomit, I, I don't want to gross you out, but I can assure you what Nicolas Cage was going through in leaving Las Vegas was a mirror image of myself and what I was doing in my room. I was killing myself, and I didn't want to die. I didn't even want to live. I, just did, I was just apathetic about the entire situation. I was like, whatever, whatever. I just get out of work, get to your car, get that bottle of vodka out from underneath the seat, and just just let it touch your lips so that you stop shaking long enough to get home so that you can get to your pack of smokes and you can get to your bottle of booze. That's all I wanted to do. And I say all of this because I need you guys to see what's transpired you don't mean you may know addicts in your life and you're like oh man if they could only get sober it, making that choice to get sober was the easiest part of this it was the easiest part of this all i had to do was make the choice make the choice to get up off your couch right now if that's where you're sitting listening to this and do five jumping jacks making the choice to stand up is the easy part going through with it and doing the five jumping jacks that's the hard part the easy part's making the choice. I was not prepared for the emotions that were going to come cascading down over me that I had been that I had been subduing and hiding from and 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 shielding myself from my entire life. I was not adequately prepared for that. And thank goodness I've got my my therapist at Kaiser. Thank goodness I have the support team that I do around me. Uh, my, my roommate Patrick, uh, Sandy, Thomas, the people who will let me be a dick or freak out or snap or whatever it might be that I need to do at that moment. I've got my power three. I've got the team around me. You know, I, I've, I've, I don't have, I don't, didn't reach out to every single person. I didn't call a lot of my best friends on the planet. I still haven't talked to some of them. I, I, there was a little, there was a little bit of shame. There was a little bit of shame, and there was also like, man, I, I you know, when that used to come around, I used to be, I used to be like the apocalypse, Jesse. You know, it's like I was the tornado and the earthquake and the tsunami and you know the locust. I was all of it, man. I showed up into town. You knew a throwdown was getting ready to happen. Not a fight, just a drink down. You know, I got some Vegas stories that'll make you laugh your ass off, or it might make you cry because you'll be like, wow, that dude was really, really, really hurting. When I made that decision, I was not necessarily prepared for the emotions. I mean, I'm on the edge of my seat right now. I am so excited about the fact that I turned 17 months today because through all of that, through all of that, the, the amount of personal growth and transformation that has occurred, I love having these days where I will sit back and say, wow, this is what you have accomplished. I'm not going to sit here and pat myself on the back 
every single moment of every single day. I don't got time for that. I got to move forward. Onward, ho, man. Let's get this shit show rolling. Let's let's get some work done. Let's learn something new. Let's experience something new. Let's talk about something that invigorates our lives. Let's inspire. Let's perspire. Let's grow. Let's eat healthy. Let's dream healthy. Let's talk to other people healthy. And the most, first and foremost, let me start talking to myself inside my head in a more positive, healthy manner. I am building an unbreakable unconscious over here. An unbreakable unconscious. That might be the name of my book. It's certainly a URL I own. I've got many more. I've got so much. I'm so excited about life. So excited. And I think the reason I'm so excited, especially for 17-1, 15 and 16 were tough, and I didn't really care too much about 14. I sort of let it just breeze by. That I'm going to say the first two quarters of this year were, were tough. Um, and I'll discuss more about that later, but you know, certainly um, relationships that were in my life had, had played a big role in that. Um, but now I'm to the point where it's like, okay, I was able to regroup and regather. Um, I came out of that and in, in, in just remarkably strong and centered and focused. And I've always had this propensity. Well, I've always had this uh, ability. It's like I was a functioning alcoholic. It's why so many of you who knew me would never have known. Uh, I mean, yeah, Jesse drank all the time at Ball State and UF and in Orlando, and I certainly burned my fair share of bridges. And I also built a hell of a ton amount of them. I built a ton of bridges. I never got angry. I wasn't the angry drunk. I think I've gotten punched in the face one time in my entire life, intoxicated, and that was probably, yeah, that was when I got jumped at the beginning of 2016 on my way home from something. Um, all that to say that I think I care so much about 17 months because it, it, it's saddling up on my 42nd birthday. And last year I was very excited, but I was only like five months in. And now I'm almost a year and a half in. Check out my Facebook page or my, my, my um, Everything's Interesting with Jesse Mogul at Media Mogul. You uh, subscribe or I mean like it. Subscribe to the podcast, of course. You're already listening to it, but subscribe because there's going to be more talk like this. I'm looking into rebranding. Instead of it being everything's interesting, I'm going to be moving more towards like a personal growth is interesting or just an unbreakable unconscious, you know, something. Because right now, um, everything is, from what I'm being told by, by, my, by my team, everything's a little too broad. I need, I need to zone in. And really, I mean, I look back at my first two seasons and it was all about personal growth and it was all about self-development. Um, you know, even if when I was talking about magazine articles, I was reading things to learn and grow as a person. And that's what I want for you guys. I want to learn and grow with you. I want you to learn and grow on your own and then bring me back your awesomeness and let's generate something amazing together. Even if it's just a, a deeper bond of friendship, a deeper bond of communication, whatever it might be, you just go out and, and just be that version. I'm like, I'm, like, I feel like I'm talking in marketing slang now but it's like just be the change you want to be in the world bro just be it man rise to the mountaintop say a bunch of instagram inspiring memes right now all of it all of it do it all whatever it is 
I promise you, you can find, you can start to gather up 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes here and there throughout your day and you can accumulate a whole hour that you can put towards something that you want to be passionate about. Get up off your couch, go for a walk, eat healthier, start playing the guitar, whatever it is. Read the artist's way, go find that. Something that she said that always touched me was, time is going to pass no matter what. Would you rather know how to play the guitar a little bit better in a year or still be wanting to, to learn and start playing it? And it's like, that's it. That's it. No matter what it is, you can carve out a little bit of something one day a week for three hours, one day a week for an hour if you're that busy. In three years, one day a week, you know, for an, an hour, four hours a, a month, now all of a sudden you're looking at 48 hours in a year. You know, you've got, that's, that's 146, 44, 144 cumulative hours in three years. That's not a whole lot of time, but you can carve out one hour a week. And at 146 hours, that's a lot of work. It's a lot of things you can accomplish on whatever it is you're trying to do. So I'm not going to sit here and let you with this limiting belief, I don't have time. No, you, what you don't have is the prioritization of your time. You have time. You're just not prioritizing it correctly. That's something I tell myself. I will never tell you something that I've not already told myself. I will never ask you to do something that I've not already done myself. I will never ask you to participate in something that I am not already participating in. I won't play that game. I can't play that game that is incongruent to Jesse Mogul. I have put the old Jesse to sleep. He now sleeps soundly <laughs> or he's the little demon child behind the curtain. It does not matter. He is no longer in charge. Instant gratification monkey is no longer in charge. Okay, we have conscious Jesse in charge. I don't need the panic monster to show up anymore. You guys should Google that. Google TED Talk, instant gratification monkey, panic monster. This guy talks amazing stuff about procrastination. And it is something that as soon as I heard, I started to put his ideology into my thinking and it pushes me through on these huge life goals. So we are coming up at 25 minutes. Not all of these no alcohol required hump day happy hours are going to be this long. This is, this is a special hump day happy hour. I hope I've kept the energy up. I hope you've stayed here. Just understand, I want to give you actionable steps every single time you listen to Jesse Mogul. Every time you listen to me, why am I talking to myself, about myself in third person? I'm super hyped. I, I am over. <laughs> I'm so jacked up right now. Anyway, uh, calm down, Jesse. Calm down. I got to go. I've got to go. I've got an event tonight. Um, actionable steps. Okay, think about something in your life that you are dying to change that means the most to you to change and just start putting one minute, five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever little amount of time you have, just start putting some effort into that. Okay, just do that for yourself, for yourself. Today is the day to start making a change. So step one is figure out what is it that you wanna change the most and just what, what is that first step? What is that first step? If that first step is just putting on your shoes in the morning and going for a five-minute walk before you start drinking coffee and that's your exercise, then fine. Five minutes is great. Get in the habit of doing that five minutes. It will grow. I can assure you every little step is a step towards something better. Every new beginning is, is some other beginning's end, as Closing Time would say. And whenever Browning said that in one of our NLP things the other day, I was like, wow, that's right. Every new beginning is some other beginning's end. So be okay with a beginning ending be okay changing change is inevitable will you change for the better or will you change for the worse change is inevitable so action step number two accept that change is inevitable 
So be in control of that change. Make that change work for you, not against you. Step number three, start talking to yourself nicer. If you say something mean to yourself, say, no, no, I am not my thoughts, feelings, and beliefs. I am me. I am going to speak to myself nicer. Most of us would beat the hell out of the person if they talked to us the way we talk to ourselves. So action step number one, just carve out a minute of your time and start doing something that will help you become a better version of yourself. Step number two is accept the fact that change is inevitable. It will happen no matter what. So be in the driver's seat of that change. Step number three, start talking to yourself nicer. For goodness sakes, I have this issue too. All three of these things I've told you, I work on all the time. So work on it with me. This is it. No alcohol required. It's a hump day happy hour. This is Jesse Mogul. I'm 17 months old. I'm going to go climb a mountain this weekend. Why not? What are you going to do?